0: Good morning, and welcome to Church Matters. My name is Janet Plennert. Church Matters is a place where we ask questions about the life of the church, at home, across the street, and around the world.
1: And my name is Dan Dick. I'll be hosting Church Matters together with Janet. We're going to have a great time bringing you stories about why being the church together makes a difference in the world. Church Matters is brought to you by Mennonite Church Canada. Janet, who is our guest today?
0: Today we're going to meet... A pastor and teacher from Colombia. His real name will not be used on the show, but we'll call him Anastasio. He's temporarily living in Canada for his own security and safety. We're going to meet Anastasio in a few minutes and find out why he's safer here in Canada than in his home country of Colombia, and why the church matters to him and his family. But before we do that, let's hear Brian Moyer suderman sing You're Not Alone.
2: You're not alone, we are one body You're not alone, we stand with you You're not alone, your time of suffering Is our suffering too And I know the day is coming When we will be rejoicing anew Many members in this body that we know Some are great and some are small Eyes and ears and hands and just a little toe One God who activates them all You're not alone We are one body You're not alone We stand with you You're not alone, your time of suffering is our suffering too. And I know the day is coming when we will be rejoicing anew. One body, spirit formed and spirit fed, men and women rich and A banquet where the least sit at the head One body broken for the world Look close, you'll see this body's not a pretty sight Ain't gonna win no fashion show With the saints of every place and point in time We are the body of our Lord, oh Lord we are one body We're not alone
1: Welcome back to Church Matters. Our guest today is Anastasio, temporarily in Canada for his own safety. Anastasio is a teacher and a pastor in Colombia and a target of a paramilitary group there. He's received numerous threats on his life. Welcome to Church Matters, Anastasio.
0: Anastasio. Colombia has been locked in a bitter civil strife for over 50 years. How is it that your life has become endangered?
3: I live in a country where there is social injustice, where we only see 40. There is uh, 20 million poor people without education and health care. Therefore, one has to make a commitment because this is Jesus' call to work alongside with the poor in my country. This means that I am constantly fighting for a different country where there is justice for all, where there is food for our children, where there isn't landmines anymore. Our children don't have to lose their legs, and for most, our children won't go to war. I make my voice heard constantly, so this reality of death ceases to exist in my country.
0: Why is your life threatened? It seems just strange that the powerful paramilitary should be afraid of you.
3: Just the fact of fighting for peace in Colombia, dreaming of a different country, having a new vision of a state of a different country where all the poor are part of it, where the poverty is overcome. Therefore, those people like me who speak for peace in our country are threatened by paramilitary groups in Colombia.
0: So you're struggling for a better life in Colombia. Why does that make you a threat to the paramilitaries?
3: Being a unionist like I am is synonymous of being a guerrilla or at least to be on the side of the gorilla. For these reasons, they want to disappear uh, or kidnap
1: us and want to kill us. What kinds of threats have you received and how have they been delivered?
3: The threats come by phone, by sending uh, uh, people who tell us to leave the place where one lives, for example, in, in the school where one is working because one is in influencing the students, people come to threaten us, follow us. In my case, they have tried to kill me, but before that, they, they would take all the information they think uh, I might have. They will say that I am a gorilla. Um, that I work with the youth. Therefore, I am taking the youth to to be political activists and become even part of the guerrilla. I am a dangerous person for them because I have to... Many youth people working with me, and they want to talk uh, or to take all the information that, um, that I assume to have.
0: It must be incredibly difficult to live under such close watch. How do you do that? How do you sleep at night? How do you keep going and move through the day?
3: It is difficult to live with fear in my country. One goes out to the street and one thinks that one is not going to come back. One leaves the wife looking uh, looking at her. One realizes that one might not come back home. Or leave the children um, permanently. One has the idea that one is out, but one might not come back home. I had a special number given by the inter, uh, interior ministry, so I call and tell them, for example, that I uh, that across from the school there is a car with the plate number. Uh, so I will tell them to help me, but never the, the police protecting me, and the protection of those who have guns doesn't work, therefore I have to call for God's protection. God protected me, God took care of me in those moments, God was my protection.
1: Anastasio, is the church so important and powerful in Colombia that the pastor of a fledgling, small congregation is considered a threat? Yes,
3: because we are a prophetic voice, because we're denouncing what is happening around us, and because we are saying where is that we should be going. And the answer is, in our country is non-violence. Therefore, the youth in our church don't go to military. I want to remind you that in Colombia, to serve in the army is obligatory, so we work hard so that our youth don't go or enroll in groups uh, such as the guerrilla paramilitary and even to serve in the army. This is the church uh, speaking out, and even the church uh, people have died for that. There has been a lot of pastors assassinated. Even Mennonites have been assassinated. For example, uh, Javier Segura whom a bomb exploded close to his home. We love our enemy, and we don't use guns. As of today, none of our youth have been enrolled by the guerrilla or the paramilitary and even by the army.
0: Anastasio, you've left your wife and two teenagers behind in Colombia. Have you heard from them? Are they at risk as well?
3: My daughter has been followed by cars, And my wife doesn't know. And this is scary. It's painful. It's chilling. And I'm very scared for my family. Even more thinking that I have to come back uh, to Colombia. There have been an intelligence done saying that if I come back, my life is in danger. And this is very scary.
1: How is it that you've come to be in Canada now?
3: Well, the Mennonite Church uh, gets to know about my case. This is the protection I've had, not only from God, but from my brothers and sisters in Canada, uh, the people who have extended their arms for me to stay here in Canada and do not suffer violence.
0: Why is the church so important to you?
3: The church where I am is a different church. It's much more different than other churches that I've known. This is a church that thinks about the poor, that thinks about the suffering, thinks about those who are violated, that thinks about loving the enemy, about transforming our country to have peace. This is the church that I like.
1: Anastasio, what might the Canadian Mennonite brothers and sisters in the church here do for Colombia? There
3: needs to be uh, direct action, not, viol- not violent. So the North American government uh, know that they cannot keep investing so much resources in Plan Colombia. Those resources uh, don't go to alleviate the hunger and the poverty in our country. These resources go to buy more guns, helicopters, more armament. The Canadian church needs to raise its voice so the U.S. knows that they should not invest in Colombia this way. Second, there should be a day of prayer for peace in Colombia because we believe in prayer, a day of prayer where all Canadians, the church in Canada, can pray to the God of life. Third, The president of Colombia is talking about one million people to be enlisted in the army for the war. We believe uh, we can talk of one million people that could donate one dollar for the peace of Colombia to be used in Colombia for children could eat, for our children and their parents could have a micro-business And today, these people who suffer of hunger, who were displaced, have their own businesses. And these businesses give them the, the food to feed their families.
0: Anastasia, we thank you for your vulnerability and your willingness to be here with us and to share your story with our listeners. You've helped us to see how the church can make a difference and how the task and the mission, the vocation of the church is so critical to changing Columbia. We pray that God will continue to protect you and bless you, your family and your congregation in Columbia.
1: Thank you to Raul Bagoya for translating that for us. Our time is up for today. This broadcast and many other helpful resources are available at MennoniteChurch.ca. You're welcome to call our resource consultants at one 866 for additional help in finding books, Videos and more. We also invite your prayerful and financial support of Mennonite Church Canada and Church Matters. If you are particularly interested in helping Anastasio and others like him, visit our website at www.healingandhope.ca, where you can find numerous ways to make a gift of peace. Gifts can also be made directly through our main website at MennoniteChurch.ca or by mailing your gift to Mennonite Church, Canada, 600 Shaftesbury Boulevard, Winnipeg, Manitoba, R3P0M4.
0: My name is Janet Plennert.
1: And I'm Dan Dick.
0: You've been listening to Church Matters, where our prayer is that you will be called, equipped, and sent to be the church in the world today. Tune in again at this same time on the third Sunday of the month to hear more about the many ways that church matters. Thanks for joining us.